This week's episode of the Maximum Friction podcast is brought to you by local financial specialists in the Taunton area. Don't like planning ahead? Fancy risking your prospects to try and get cheap results and it not pay off? Like having something you are too weak to control? Enjoy that feeling of spiralling downwards? Then come see the Savage Mortgage Brokers. We can ruin your future so you can default on the house you can't afford sooner. Welcome to the Maximum Friction Podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Maximum Friction Podcast. I'm joined in my kitchen by Jack. Hi, Dan. And Candy. Good evening. <laughs> that I like. That's good. That I like. Much better. Yeah, that is much, much better. I did this once. Have you, have once you, have you, I have you worked on that since Sunday? Uh, I went to Viney's class and try, tried it. <laughs> I feel like your gimmick is now doing different ones every week. Yeah. Yeah. Just greetings! <laughs> Don't steal his one for next week. <laughs> because I panic and have to do something. Be a <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this evening uh, we're going to talk about last week's fixtures, uh, run on with this week's fixtures. Jack's got a little twist on Bargain Basement this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got some trade trash to talk about. We've got a few shoulda, woulda, couldas. And then finally we're going to finish with some NFL chat this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, without further ado, let's look at last week. I lost to Yogi. You did. Bad. It was... It- <laughs> It's not good. I think right. Should we should we start with a um, just a full ad, just admission that we should never do podcasts on Sundays because everything <laughs> we said was wrong. Yes, everything. Everything. We got we got nothing correct. We didn't get our. We only got one game right out of all of us. Yeah. We got most of the game picks wrong. We didn't even bother picking games this time. Yeah. The general consensus chats that we had about stuff wrong. Yeah. The Chargers being awful on defense, wrong. <laughs> Me thinking that the Pats wouldn't beat the the Ravens wouldn't beat the Pats, wrong. What was going on? I don't know. My roster choices, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, so wrong, bad. wrong, 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 wrong. So bad. I'm wrong. <laughs> so yeah, I lost the Yogi who scored a hundred points. I only scored eighty-seven. <laughs> lost. Yeah. And that was with Melvin Gordon, twenty-four points. Great day, but I left Kylo Murray on my bench, 25 points, that would have won me the game. Pascal on my bench, 18 points, that would have won me the game. Mm. Yeah. Real bad. Really, really awful. Really bad. You should feel horrible about I do. I, <laughs> I feel bad. I'm, I've bitten off more than I can chew in fantasy this year by trying to manage four teams at the same time. It's stupid. I can't remember when waivers are for each league, and I keep missing them despite having like really good waiver priority. Nice. Yeah, and um, just all in all, not enjoying how much I'm losing. Oh. Love fantasy still, though. Yeah. Um, game of the week last week, you beat Matt against our both of our predictions. Yes, which he should have beaten me. Like that's his, He'll be in the shoulda, woulda, coulda. There's a couple of easy ways he could have beaten me. Mm. Um, I think we were, I think I, I think, I don't know whether I called him or messaged him or something on that evening. Mm. And I think... In the third quarter, both of us had under 40 points. Third quarter of the second slate of games, we both had about 40 points or less. Yeah, like you could have won so much easier than you did. Steelers defence. Uh, I didn't think that. I, I thought know, the, I know. the Niners defence already played on Thursday, didn't they? I know. Playing Lamar Jackson would have helped. Not my match because Matt Stafford scored really well. Um you were let down really by Deontay Johnson. I told you he wasn't a real player. One, yeah, well, one point off your roster. That was a bit weird. Um, Deshaun Jackson, one point off your roster. To be fair, he caught the he caught the catch. One was one target, one reception, five yards. Injured, off, broke his entire abdomen. Really? <laughs> he just he just came off and went. I don't feel so good. <laughs> and, and that's it. He's done. You done ski. Yeah. So yeah, you you won that. Well done. Um, Combined two points from my wide receivers and yeah. still beat the streak. Um, Eat, sleep, beat the street. Exactly. Yes. I like it when showing off and bragging before the win happens actually works. <laughs> yeah. And um, It was closer than I wanted it to be, though, with Zeke and, uh, and Engram. Yes. It was a lot closer than I wanted it to be. 
Now, your opponent from the previous week sent us in a little voice note. Finally, uh, find a worthy adversary in fantasy, and uh, I just want to congratulate you, mate. Really, I've, um, you know, the, me and the, the boys we've reflected, and we know that it just wasn't meant to be. We didn't want it hard enough, but I think it's actually a good thing. You know, we take the team down a peg, um, you know, gets, gives a chance to reevaluate and uh, hopefully move on, move on forward. You know, and continue the uh, successful season. But um, I know Dan's probably going to mug you off about the three-point victory. It was narrow. But, you know, I just want to say, mate, I take, take the win. You know, as the, as the great Vin Diesel once said, it doesn't matter if it's by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. So, uh, yeah, congrats. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> so, that was something I wanted to bring up. A call back to the earlier podcast, maybe week two or three, yeah. where you beat someone by three points and said you annihilated them. I beat Steve. Steve by three Bummed points. Bummed him by three points. Bummed him. Yeah. Bummed him. Yes. And I bummed Robert. Robert by three-ish. <laughs> yes, you did. Now, can you see, after having listened to that, why I thought you two had concocted that in the pub last night? Because it was just so nice and friendly from Matt. I know. Um, no. I know you didn't. <laughs> no. Like, it just made me think side chats or something. But having seen your reaction to it, no, you weren't. Um, Matt makes a good point about Vin Diesel, but you know, it's, he's bang on. Yeah, which I'm really, that's how I'm playing this league in fantasy, just winning by very small margins with very poor point total. So really, that was a thinly veiled dig from Matthew at you then, really, wasn't it? Doesn't matter, I beat him. Yeah, you did. Um, Ross, after all of Matthew's <laughs> chat and the 70 points from three, four players, wasn't it? 74 from four players. The rest of Matty's team, which is six players, <laughs> scored a grand total of 45 points. Not good. Um, not good. So Ross, Tyreek Hill saving a season. Zach Ertz did real well. We didn't. We messed oh, that one up. Weird. Marvin Jones scored twenty-two points. He's very good. Yeah. He's better than I remember him being. Yeah, and that was leaving twenty-one points on his bench as well for Ross. So he he won. Got to four and five. Matty didn't get above five hundred. Pulls him in quite close in the league together. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to uh, an actual bumming this week uh, with Jarman scoring two hundred and five points, pushing Steve's. Pooping. Oh, that was unbelievable. Jarman is overpowered now. And we've caused it. <laughs> we, it's, it's all our own fault because yeah. he drafted horribly. So it's all yeah. our own fault. Yes. Me and you, mainly. We just keep giving him players. You give him Russell Wilson. I obviously give him CMC. I gave him Tyler Lockett as well, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And last week, Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson combined for 77 points. <laughs> Good. Team Virgin, 77 points. Yeah, the th- <laughs> this is a stat. So, you give him Russell Wilson and Lockett, right? Yeah. 77 points. Yeah. I give him McCaffrey, 37 points, right? So, that's 114, okay? Something um, outscored you. I, I also give him Travis Kelsey, <laughs> yeah. 9.7 points. Yeah. So, that's really, really, really close to Steve's total there, <laughs> 125 <laughs> points. So, you and I beat Steve. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, by trading badly. Yeah, we've 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 made our own Brock Lesnar, haven't we? That's yes. what we've done. <laughs> we've just get we've overpowered someone to the point where they now are gonna win. Yeah. And it's gonna be he's just yeah. I'm yeah. Not 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 smart from us. No. And now my favourite matchup of the week, uh, Scott versus Viney, where <laughs> Viney goes to four and five. Only one game away from Scott now. <laughs> Better record than me, I will add. Um, beats him 131.8 to 116, thanks to outstanding performances from Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' defence. Yeah, they played the Giants, to be fair, didn't they? Yeah, five sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and a touchdown. Yeah, that touchdown was a bit weird. Didn't see it. The fumble they picked up. Mm. And everyone else just kind of stood down like went, oh no! <laughs> but like, other than Godwin and Damian Williams who had that one big touchdown run. That, um, that was a, Did you see Tyreek Hill chasing you? Yes, you pissed him! Jeez Louise. Um, 22 miles an hour he ran. Yeah. That's really That's fast. Very really fast. Apparently he shouted to him, if you don't hurry up, I'm taking the ball off you. <laughs> <laughs> very good. But yeah, other than that and his kicker, every other player Viney had scored less than 10 points yeah um, just, just... this also proves my point that 
Scott's running backs are garbage. <laughs> One of his running backs scored 3.4 points. Strong. That's yeah. Strong, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, in the last couple of weeks, he scored 40 points a week. But this week, 3.4 points. Trash. <laughs> um, Justified. Justified. <laughs> and uh, also, Juju Smith-Schuster, 3.1 points. Yeah. As I said last week, poop. Poop. So, uh, that was last week's results. Um, how do we do in the predictions overall? Because we both picked the same things. Is it one game we got right? Uh, yeah, we got one game right. One game. <laughs> we, well, both, we both picked Rob to win. That was the only game we got right. Well done. Us. Yes, congratulations to our awful, awful fancying. Mm. We just, I think we were just flustered on Sunday. And I think it I think it came through and it, it freaked me out. And We rushed because the game was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you were too worried about Yogi getting his team up more. I was, that. well, it worked, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really happy about that. Hey, he still, you still lost to him and he was playing nine players. So I know. You cut, that's... Oh, I know. You barely would have beaten him if he hadn't put those other people in as well. I know. I know. But, well yeah. done, Yogi. Very good. Very, very good. Um, it's amazing that you still managed to manage two teams at the same time so you know well done <laughs> B squad that's what we want Viva La Bin Juice <laughs> anyway uh, moving on to this week's fixtures so um, my first fixture that I'm looking at this week uh, Mr Mullins is Yo. your fixture what up against Jake Viney so we're back now spun around to fixtures again you don't we? hear his name first name spoken very often do you didn't know that <laughs> was his name was it um a bit close to mine. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah. Come back to his last name. Jacques Viney. Um But don't, yeah. Don't, we... don't care for that either. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it as close as possible. But we're, we're back to week, run, week one fixtures repeated. The home and away legs are reversed. Wonderful. So, um, I love a home advantage in yep. this game. Your, uh, your 79% chance of winning. He is. Um, he's got someone on the buy, I think. He has, yes. Oh, wait. No, he has. He moved him. Oh. I think he's done some moving around. That was quick. Was he listening to me moaning pre-podcast? Must have, yeah. Um, took Sanu out, didn't he? Um, yeah, so... Maybe. I don't know. You're, you're comfortably set to win this game. Um, you've got Lamar Jackson against Cincinnati, who are terrible. Um, and he's playing really well at the moment. Yeah, like, he really is. Well. I've got Michael Thomas back as well. Yeah, gonna buy. He's he's just like it's in point scorer extraordinaire. Yeah, you go with the double tight end look still, which I like. I'm but... just not comfortable putting in any any of these wide receivers. I really should mm. because I picked them up like Renfro, Samuel, and Gordon. Mm. I don't like any of them at the moment though, just especially not. Gordon away to San Francisco on team on the Monday night game. That mm, tough. Um, so yeah, I I think you're gonna win this fairly comfortably. Um, I hope you do because you're sort of comfortably in the playoffs now. So I'd rather you like beat everyone else and push them further down towards the toilet bowl. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm going with you this week. Yeah, me too. Faith in myself. Mm. Uh, you're on to my wonderful fixture against Matty. Yes, I am. Um, this this is a, an interesting one because Matty has quite a good team but he's got really bad matchups this week a lot of people are on bye as well I seem to remember uh, for Matty no he's alright it's Yogi no Matty has Carson Wentz White Fournette and Dorset all on a bye oh what on the yeah right yeah okay but his his replacements are, are not bad and I, I I like his players but Jimmy G's got a tough matchup against Seattle mm. Kenyon Drake had I like a, that wave away pickup I put a claim in myself who Drake yeah yeah, I just didn't. I didn't bother because I was too far down. It's one of those ones that you just you prioritize something different because of it. But Drake is a good waiver wire claim. But is Johnson back this week? I'm not sure. No. If he's not, then there is potential. Does he get like 30 odd points again? Probably not. Um, McCoy is average, but Tennessee are a really good run defense. Manuel Sanders is up against Seattle. I think they're going to have a bit of a kick in the face. Cooper Cup is against Pittsburgh, whose defense is. I think one or two in the league at the moment, which mm. is really surprising. Minka Fitzpatrick has changed that defense. Oh yeah, deep safety. Yeah, Stephen Nelson as well has been quietly really good for them, which is which is great because Artie Burns hasn't had to play very much, which is nice. Uh, Kittle is pretty much matchup proof, I think. Um, Fitz against the Tampa Bay Bucks is a good matchup, but then Sammy Watkins is a shot, it's a fucking dart throw, um, and the Bills against Cleveland, which I think could go badly for the Bills this week. I just. I like Matty's team, mm. but I just don't know 
if he has the, the, the power to score a high point total. Saying that, I think comfortably Kyler Murray and Melvin Gordon are going to be your highest point scorers and I think everybody else is going to shit the bed. Okay, thank you. So I'm going with Matty to win this, but really, I, I think it's going to be really tight. I'm going to go myself. Mm-hmm. Going to do it. Um, good, do you want me to do the next one? Uh, the next one, actually, is I'm doing the fixture of Ross versus Robert. Ross. Ross. <coughs> so, um, somehow, it's closer than it should be. Robert at 8-1 is only 58% chance to win. He has set his lineup, so he's got everyone in. Um, JHI's on a bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare for him, that is. What's he going to do? But um, this is also the first week that Matt doesn't have the Patriots defence bolstering his score. So um, so he's starting the Giants. He is starting the Giants. I'm not going to go too hard what? on He's starting the Giants' defence. Against the Jets, to be fair. The oh, Jets okay. don't really have a functional... Okay. I, looking at Ross's team, I will say that um, his nickname game was very strong this week, uh, where he said uh, that he was bigger than Matty by renaming all his players in order. Yeah, and also still has the Peds one. Mm-hmm. And the did something. Yeah. Um, I mean... I'm surprised he's not put Jalen Samuels in his lineup. Um, he's gone for Golden Tate instead. I mean, I think that's it's a shot in the dark, isn't it? And mm. so yes, the Jets. The Jets are very weak. But he has picked up the Ravens' defense against Cincinnati, which could be a good matchup. Ryan what? Finley starting for the Bengals, yeah. but he he to be fair, he looked better than Dalton. Mm. But it wasn't. It's not Dalton's fault that the Bengals suck. Mm. They have no one on the O line. Mm. No, they just dress some people in funny uniforms. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Me? Uh, depends whether Matt can find a viable tight end to drop in because Engram's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darren Fells is on a bye. Mm-hmm. So he's going to need to go tight end shopping. Um, maybe there'll be one in the bargain basement. Maybe. Um, Alan Robinson is not a good player to be playing at the moment um, because the Bears suck. And Detroit's defence pretty good. Yep, they suck. Um, and that's a tough... He's got tough matchups. Brown against the the Cleveland defense, Robinson Landry. I just I can see Ross beating him. Mm. I can see Kamara scoring highly because he's back with Breeze and fully healthy. Atlanta are poo. one and seven. Marvin Jones is a great is a great start. Um, Smith Johnny Smith at tight end is a bit of a dart throw, but could work out. He seems to be getting targets. Um, Who are you going to pick? Ah, oh, I think Ross is going to beat him. Well, I would love Matt to lose and go to eight and two just to start the slide for his playoffs. However, I kind of need to make up some points on you in this predictions league, so I'm going to go for an opposite, and I'm going to go for Robert. All right. Um, this is where I pull away, and you can't ever come back. Yeah, basically. Um, I'll have to just pick everything opposite to you one week and just hope. But um, yeah. Uh, that is that one, and you're now on to Yogi versus Steve. Yogi versus Steve. Um, my first bullet point says pre-toilet bowl bowl. <laughs> <laughs> fairly, this sums this matchup up fairly well. Um, the best player on either roster, I think, is Austin Eckler. I am correct in saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Um, Yogi, again, whether he addresses it earlier, because the podcast is his only source of knowing if his players are on a bye. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, he has a lot of players on a bye. I'll go through them. Kaimi Fairbairn, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Didi Westbrook, uh, Royce Freeman. They're all on buys. And then if he... Gardner Minshew is on a bye, but he's not starting anyway. Paul Richardson is on a bye, but I don't think he's even played him once. Um, he has players on the bench that could help him out. For example, Drew Brees. What? <laughs> playing against Atlanta. Might help him. <laughs> he picked um, that one up, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then he's, he's I don't know, it's just a poo matchup. Uh, Mahomes is starting again, probably. Maybe. I think they don't know. Um, but if he starts, surely he goes in over Jacoby Brissett, or does he against Miami? Hard to say. Um, and DJ Chark is on a bye for Steve, and so is Jordan Howard. This is just the, the matchup of the buys. So he, what's entertaining is Yogi has four buys. 
Steve has two, and it's still predicted 96 to 4. Wow. In Steve's favour. Um, wow. But I feel like Steve's going to win. You think Steve's <laughs> going to win? Yeah, I think Metcalf and, Metcalf and Nick Chubb will probably outscore Yogi's team by themselves. Well, I think Breeze is going to have a good day. And I think he could... <laughs> On the bench. He's going to put him in his roster. I'm going to go Yorgs. I'm going to go okay. Yorgi. I want to try and overturn his deficit. So I'm going to risk it on Drew Breeze. 5-0, isn't it? You're 5-0 up. Wonderful. Just checking. Yeah, that's um, fine. We're game of the week, aren't we? We are. <laughs> the world's tiniest trumpet. It's what we deserve, game of the week here. <laughs> you start hiring tiny, like, trumpeteers. Get Matt in. Get Matt in. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, matchup of the week. Scott versus Rob. As we said before, we have provided Rob Jarman with basically the perfect fantasy team. <laughs> We have really screwed ourselves over, and I put a heavy bet on him to um, to win the entire league at this point because he is he is fully overpowered. His worst player in that whole lineup is Jared Goff, um, and what he's not starting Russell Wilson. He's put Goff in there against Pittsburgh, um, which is I mean he's not starting Russell Wilson. No, he's starting Jared Goff against Pittsburgh. Because hmm. Wilson's against the Niners, I guess. But Wilson is Wilson's MVP level. Wilson, he's yeah. matchup proof, I think. Uh, he's just gone by the pretty colours on the names of different <laughs> teams, I think. But I mean, it doesn't matter. He's got Christian McCaffrey. Jamal Williams is a good is a good um, second string to Jones. Um, Mike Evans, who seems to be getting targeted seventeen times, dropping like twelve of them. And then going for 200 yards for the other ones that he catches. Tyler Lockett is insane at the moment. Uh, Travis Kelsey is really good at the moment. Matt Breeder is amazing. Uh, Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. dart throw against Cincy. You feel like he could break one off, but I don't feel like he's consistently good. Um, Colts against Miami. I think the Colts will probably be fairly low scoring against Miami. Mm-hmm. So I think Miami are on a bit of a roll. I think, again, like I said last week, I think Miami will score a couple of touchdowns. Uh, in the first half, and that'll take their points total down a little bit, but they do make mistakes. Um, the Bears' defence is the only good thing in Chicago at the moment, um, but I don't think it's enough to stop Matt Stafford. Um, the Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams thing's quite interesting because they both get a lot of pass targets from mm. Rodgers, so it's really whoever gets the most rushing attempts out of those two. Uh, Amari Cooper was pretty good. Eric Ebron is a bit of a, a shot in the dark at tight end. Uh, it's against a weak Miami kind of secondary, so Ebron could feast a little bit, but if Brissett plays, he's going to have to distribute it around those receivers, and I think Doyle and Ebron have been splitting it, which has hurt Ebron quite a lot this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Keenan Allen got back on track last week a little bit, but he's now got Mike Evans also getting a lot of targets, uh, Mike Williams, sorry, getting a lot of targets. Uh, Williams went past the 100-yard mark for the first time in his career last week. He looked really, Maybe really good. Maybe he's finally realising his potential. Maybe. Yeah, he's very good. He's, well, he's, he's brilliant so in college, but just hasn't been injured a lot, hasn't he? he? Has yeah. Uh, and then Jacobs, Jacobs and Barkley is a really good combination at running back. I yeah. think the, the matchups are just. It's going to be really tight. I think it's going to be like a hundred and eighty plus scoring week for both. Mm. Scott's predicted a win by sixty three percent. I don't. I, I don't understand. I think it's probably the Jared Goff thing. Yeah. Um, and they're predicting Jamal Williams eight points, mm. which is. Mm, but um, yeah. I am going with um, I'm going with Jarman. Okay. I think because I I just think CMC and um, his receivers are just going to get too many points between them to to stop. I think they'll total over a hundred points between the three of them. I'm going to go with Jarman as well, mainly because I want to see Scott end up out of the playoffs. <laughs> Because he could lose this one, go five and five, yeah, and then like his his slide is really on then. It really is. Um, and he's he could have a tough couple of weeks as well, because all the people that he said were boring at the start of the year, he plays in the next couple of weeks, yeah. and there's going to be a bit of feistiness in those matchups. So yeah, I uh, I'm going with Rob. Fuck mm. you, Scott. It's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, oh yeah, game of the week. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's the the first one where I've looked at it and gone, you know what that really is going to be. Scott's played the waiver wire. He's picked up Philip Rivers because Watson's on a bye. He hasn't really got much else on the bench to swap in. They both seem to be playing their best possible lineups. Yeah. Um, Isn't be... it fucking ridiculous, by the way, that that Rob's got Hopkins on a bye? I, that's just someone who's not in his lineup this week. Who would you swap him out for? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You could take out Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, or I mean, you could take, you take out Hollywood Brown. That'd be the yeah. obvious one. But fucking hell. What have we done? <laughs> what have we done? Mostly that's my fault. Quite. Yeah, at least I got some future capital from my picks. Yeah. You've got T.Y. Hilton. He hasn't. Every time he plays, he gets like 15 <laughs> points, but he only, he's only played twice. <laughs> I just, what the fuck was that about? Oh, I'm okay with the Hopkins trade because I got Zeke and that yeah. won me the match yeah. last week. So that's the only payoff I've got. But anyway, in total, we're saying fuck you, Scott? Yes. Because... Scott, you suck. <laughs> Jack fucking basement! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. The, the, the kind of heavy metal slash country music <laughs> intro there, Jack. Yep. That's one of your best. Thank you. <laughs> right, continue. Fully improvised. <laughs> You've done really well there. Yeah, thank you. No, I mentioned earlier that you're going to do a little twist on the bargain basement this week. Um, yeah, yeah. You've you've gone a couple of weeks where you've had good weeks and you've nearly scored more than teams or have scored more than teams with like six players. Yes. So this week, I understand you're going to give us a full ten bargain basement team. Yes, I'm going to pick a kicker. Wow. I know. It's because you don't have Will Lutz anymore. You did say it was going to happen when you didn't have Will Lutz anymore. Yep. Yeah, uh, so you're going to do that and then hope to see if you can beat teams this week and yes. do you know what will probably happen well Yogi will pick up the entire team so it <laughs> is a bargain basement all-stars team I dare you I dare you but start Drew Brees because I yeah. predict you to win please uh, yeah so let's go and run through last week's bargain basement really quickly uh, pretty respectable score from my seven people uh, 68.7 which is pretty good uh, Derek Carr uh, versus the Lions uh, I wrote no DBs in capitals <laughs> He got, he got 21 points, uh, two two touchdowns, 300 yards, I think. He's been really good. Uh, he's only the 20, 20th rated QB in fantasy, but I think he's holding the the Raiders together, which is pretty mm. good. And they've underrated team, I think. Uh, Danny Amendola got less targets, got 4.4 points, firmly in the bargain basement uh, there. Jalen Samuels, happy with that one. Uh, 11.8 points, got 13 receptions, which is pretty good from the, old, the old Rudolph. Mm. Uh, Jason Witten, nice matchup against New York, I said. 9.8 points, Jason Witten said. I know, I yeah. lost to Yogi, who picked him up. Exactly. I heard that Jason Witten was calling that his revenge game, <laughs> because he's not allowed, not allowed to commentate on Monday nights anymore, so he played on them <laughs> instead. That's quite cool. Uh, Vance McDonald, 11.5 points, scored a nice touchdown, knocked over some people, spiked the ball. I think he... Like exploded a small part of the floor when he did that. He's a big man. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if the Niners had kept him and they had him and Kittle. That'd be gross, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, the Packers versus the Chargers. I called the game wrong. I got the, the, the whole... Defensive picks wrong. The whole flow and ever the game was wrong. They shut down Aaron Rodgers, which is really weird, and, and the Packers weren't great. But they got eight points, which is bargain basement defense territory easily. Yep. Uh, Peyton Marble was shit. Got 1.5 points. Um, so, as we move on, I'm going to pick my my team, my, my true bargain basement team here. So that's a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex, a kicker, and a defense. Um, I'm going to start off with my quarterback. My quarterback this week is probably the most bargainy of all of these picks. It's going to be Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes against the Jets. The Fair point battle is. of New York, which no one wants to watch. That is just a poo game. Um, it's either the redemption for Sam Darnold or it is an upward tick for Danny Dimes. And I think he could get between 15 to 20 points. 
throw a couple touchdowns. Saquon could score quite a lot because he's a long screen or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think Danny Dimes is my is my quarterback there. Yep. Uh, my first running back is Caleb Balage because the Dolphins just don't have anyone left. Because yeah. they traded Kenyon Drake and then Martin Walton. I Mark think Walton. Is it Mark? Mark Walton. Mark Walton was suspended for Peds. Yeah. Um, so they've now got Miles Gaskin as the backup and Caelan Balage as the starter. Uh, Balage is not great, but he is the starter on a slowly, slowly rising Dolphins team. So that's one of my running backs. Uh, the other running back is Jalen Rashad for the Raiders because he got a buttload of targets in the second half from Derek Carr and he is the checkdown king. And, so down um, running back for them. Yep. Uh, they're playing the Chargers as well, so that's going to be quite a good game, rivalry game, which would be nice. Um, my wide receivers are Mike Williams talked about him earlier for the Chargers yeah. versus Oakland uh, he could feast on those DBs to be honest uh, the other wide receiver is going to be Josh Reynolds who plays for the LA Rams mm-hmm. against Pittsburgh tough matchup he is the slot receiver um, and sees a lot of targets from Jared Goff when they are struggling and, and need a bit of a boost uh, and he's a safe pair of hands for Goff so I figure he can bust for a couple uh, my flex Guys, there are uh, Slayton, Darius Slayton, for the Giants because he got loads of snaps, for a, a few targets, and just just didn't produce a huge amount uh, against the Cowboys. But he is an option for Danny Dimes, and the problem is in New York at the moment they haven't got Evan Engram again. Uh, Shepard was said that he was going to play, and I don't think he's actually going to play. Um, so there's just not many receiving options left there. Uh, so I think Slayton is a decent pickup there. James Washington. For Pittsburgh playing the Rams is my other flex uh, because he was the chosen target monster for uh, Mason Rudolph last week. And did you see that one-handed catch he did? Very ridiculous. It was very good. Um, and he's a jump ball specialist despite despite being not huge, five ten, five five eleven, something like that. Um, and Mason Rudolph is either a check down or I'm just going to throw it real high and hope something happens. Quarterback, so mm-hmm. that could work in Washington's favour. Uh, my tight end is Jared Cook versus the Falcons because Drew Brees is back and loves a tight end and Jared, Koff, Jared Cook is a good tight end and the Falcons are a bad defence. Uh, my it, <laughs> Continuing that theme against Atlanta, the Saints are my defensive pickup for the week uh, because I think if Matt Shelb starts again, there is trouble. And the Saints are very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and my kicker is Adam Vinatieri because I feel bad for the dude. He's a legend. He really badly shanked that kick against Pittsburgh, uh, which given which would have changed the narrative of the whole thing, and the Colts would have come up with a win and felt real good. We won without Brissett. We were amazing. Instead, he shanked it about <clears throat> like into the corner of the stadium. It was really bad. Um, and I think he'll be fine this week. He'll he'll he he did it the other week. He got a couple of longer field goals after missing. Um, has he got the yips? Who knows? Can you get the yips at 42? Is it like syphilis? Can you just keep getting it? Or is it like, can you get rid of it? You can get the yips. Yeah, so maybe he has got them. But he's, he's in my bargain basement team because I believe in... I believe in Vinatieri. I believe. I do believe. That's my team. I also predict that they are going to beat Yogi and Steve's scores. The whole team. I think they're gonna. I think my bargain basement team is gonna outscore both teams in the Yogi Steve matchup. Fair enough. Bold prediction. I like it. Good bargain basement. I like the twist of doing a full team this week. Finally picking a kicker. I believe in Adam Vinatieri as well. If he wasn't on the waiver, I wouldn't have picked a kicker. Yeah, but he was on the waiver. I would have flexed Taysom Hill to the kicker position. <laughs> <laughs> Scott cut him, so you know, True. fuck you, Scott. Yeah. So, um, very nice from there. Very good. And as the theme tune portrays, we are on to Dan's trade trash once again. Now, Matt Robert. <laughs> Matt Robert. We talked about your trade last week with Ross, which was some decent business. You are 8 and 1, staring down the barrel of a first round playoff loss. It's going to happen. So I thought I'd be kind and go, Do you know what, my season's well and truly in the toilet. I said to him, who do you like from my roster? Who would you want for some draft picks? 
next year so that you can guarantee you don't lose in the first round of the playoffs. Shall I tell you how the conversation went? Let Please. Let me just find it. Be a bit of a shit podcast segment if you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. My story is complete. And Scott's still sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is there anyone on my team you want to trade for a pick next year so that you don't lose in week one of the playoffs? He goes, good sales pitch. I said, thanks. Just embrace how bad my losing streak is. And he went, you in the toilet then? I went, yeah, and funny enough, on the toilet right now. Nice. Um, he actually said he'd have a look, but... Yes. Not really that interested and hasn't responded to me since. Nice. I think that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Matt is trade trash. He, well, yes. Obviously. Um, and then, uh, Ross, with you, no <laughs> trades have gone through this week, <laughs> but I, I can't knock the guy for trying. It must be his, like, uh, his attitude towards women. It's like going out on a nightclub, and, like just with trying Ross. it with the same girl. <laughs> Over and over again, not getting the hint. Yeah. Don't want it. What? <laughs> I'll father your kids. I'll father your kids. I'll father your kids. They still don't want him because he's lonely and alone. But yeah, Ross, trying to trade Carlos High for Hunter Henry three times? I don't know if it was two or three. I felt like I saw it again. I definitely rejected it twice. Yeah, three times. Just, just keep bashing it out there. Yeah. I, I appreciate the effort, but stop it, man. It's trash. Yeah. And he, he's, he has just completely taken away my trade that I offered him, which was, I thought, fairly nice. Yeah. I think it was an eighth round pick, the Niners defense, Darren Waller, and uh, another one of my players, someone mm-hmm. fairly good, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was for a third round pick, Julian Edelman and Carlos Hyde. Very medium. Yeah, well, just, a, just a general medium trade. I'm sure I put someone a bit more tasty in there for him. Mm. Um, but he was just not having any of it. He just laughed at me. And, but he hasn't rejected it. He just, he just laughed at me. And he's only going to come through it with Hunter Henry for Carlos Hyde, right? I imagine that <laughs> that is his end game, yes. So he's going he's gonna to... Tomorrow flirt. I'll just get a trade that says, just before uh, we finish, do you just, just want to double check? Josh Gordon was the other person. That he's trade. gonna he's gonna flirt again with like being a nice guy and and being flexible, and then he's just gonna right back to the same old tactic, isn't he? Yes. So that's my trade trash of the week, nice and short. Um, it is the last week of trades, so the last next week will be the last week the trade trash can feature. Yep. So I encourage you all get some last minute trades in before the deadline. The app says the deadline passes once the games have been played. Yeah. Okay, get the trades in, mm-hmm. um, and we move on to, to shoulda woulda coulda. And once again, I sit atop the shoulda woulda coulda <laughs> throne. Um, there are so many things I could have done yeah. that would have won me the game. I am god awful at fantasy football this year. Yes, not great, not great for you. I might write SWC on my forehead from now on when we do this podcast because it just points to me. Yeah, I think so. Um, bad. Yeah, very, very good. Um, Jack, you know, we talked a little bit with the Ravens last week. You won your game. Yeah. You, you bummed Matt by three points. Bummed right. him. Annihilated him. All right. But Nothing we, wrong with bumming. We support all things. We touched briefly on... Open, open podcast. The Ravens uh, beating the Patriots and from pure homerism from me. Yeah. And go and yeah. say, do the risky thing of play Lamar and Ingram. Lamar Jackson, Baldo. Yeah, he did. He's and very, very good. To watch this Patriots fan sitting right next to me be quite sad the no, following morning. I openly, I openly agreed. You openly agreed that the Ravens are a better team, but when you're watching, you're like, well, that's terrible tackling. Terrible tackling. Four, terrible five. Contain. Awful. Oh. Didn't, didn't look up for it. Did you see Lamar's first touchdown with the contain guy? Yeah. He Jamie got, Collins got sat. Sat down. Yeah. Just, but like, didn't even look like a big hit. It's just like the running back, Gus Edwards, came out. They faked the read option. Lamar scooted out behind. You just went dipped the shoulder and he just fell over yeah it was it was terrible yeah, it was like Chris Williams when JC hit him with that tackle pad <laughs> <laughs> this is a highlight of my Wyman's career though. do you know right still hasn't been shown in an end of season video there's not that many people have seen that video uh, some people don't even know it exists that seems to be okay we can call that we can make an award out of that Bit on wiki. everyone else gets fucking awards for no reason we may as well, may as well add that <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, don't get more interceptions or fumble recoveries or tackles than, than other players. You won't get an award. No. Um, anyway, Matt. So he lost that game to you. We I had a little look. Um, there's a lot of things he could have done to win that game. Yeah. Could have played Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Could have played Miles Sanders again because he always plays him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, could have moved John Brown to wide out, taken uh, another one of his wide outs out. Yeah. A. Robinson. What's his first name? Alan. Alan Robinson. Scored like 1.2 points. Yeah. Um, bears. Like I know your receivers didn't play particularly well, Jack, in that fixture, but if Matt had done any of those things... He would have beaten you comfortably, gone to nine and all, and sent your smug little grin back to Weston. Yeah, but unfortunately, he didn't. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> Scott, um... that's our personal theme tune. By the way, if you want he walks around. You look at the fantasy app. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, the other one I want to put in there is Scott. Because although there wasn't much in his bench he could have done to change the result of the game, yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda, should he have traded his team away for a team full of selfish, studs, lone wolf players, there's no team cohesiveness in that team savage. They're all individuals, which is why some weeks he scores really well. Going. It's a good bit. I just in my head, I was like, "Well, obviously they are." But they're a team. How are they a team? They don't know each other. <laughs> you, you, you've been the Vimy school of of speaking good, right? Okay, you, you have to have to talk about the team cohesiveness and the attitude of your team, and the boys are determined to win. Scott's team full of lone wolf individuals. It's like having a team of teals. It's like he's picked individual players from different teams to try and come together and make one team. Fantasy. I'm blown it. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Okay, no. So, yeah. Um, I've got no more shoulda, woulda, couldas. Have you got anything? Just, just. The, I think the biggest shoulda, woulda, coulda is when Jarman wins again and me and you have to sit down and calculate how many points we gave to him with yeah. our players. And how that affects all of his fixtures yeah. after we give. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to predict that we have fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> massively. He's going he's he's to repeat. Yeah. I mean, I... Of all the people, I don't hate a Jarman repeat. I much prefer it to a Scott win. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Much prefer it. Definitely. Scott's not going to win anyway at this point. Fuck no. Definitely. He's, he's going to end up in the toilet bowl, I reckon. There's more chance of buying in, anyway. In, in the toilet bowl bracket. I don't think he'll end up in the toilet bowl, but I think yeah. Scott may sneak into the toilet bowl bracket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be clinging on. You know, like, you can put those little gel packs on the inside of the toilet. Clinging on. Yeah. yeah or like... Or like <laughs> When you've had a particularly like oh, sticky yeah, yeah, yeah. poop, just a little on. bit hanging on. Yeah, hanging that's going to be him. That's Scott. Yeah. So we go into our NFL chat for the week as we wrap up this week's podcast. Uh, Jack, what would you like us to discuss this week? I have several talking points that I would like to talk about. Are they just the headlines from NFL? <laughs> no, not this week. Uh, they're <laughs> things that I used my own brain to come up with. Uh, and not just Mark Sessler's Dan Hansis's and Greg Rosenthal's. Me do brain good. Me do brain good. Thanks, Viney. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about predictions for the week. Our game that we are calling not necessarily an upset, but we think will be the fixture that we can predict correctly. Uh, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to say that the Cleveland Browns beat the Buffalo Bills because the Cleveland Browns defense is actually pretty good and the Bills... Offense is actually pretty bad. Um, so I think the the Browns will be opportunistic and get some takeaways and turnovers, maybe score some points on defense, and Baker Mayfield will maybe throw a pitch to a guy in brown slash orange. I think Kareem Hunt will score a touchdown this weekend. Yes, probably will. It would be hilarious if he kicked the ball afterwards. Question would is... Would it not? Funny, but... From the just goes and kicks the goalpost. <laughs> do you um? No do you think out. Steve will take Kareem Hunt off IR this week? Will he actually? Uh, he's do on. It? He's on the bench. He is on the bench. Yeah, he's on the bench okay. of of Steve at the moment. Okay. The bench of Steve. Sorry, yeah, that's where he is. Dan, your your matchup. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to pick the Seahawks to beat the Niners. Yeah. Seahawks on a roll. The Niners, albeit the only undefeated team left in the NFL, has to end at some point, and I think the Seahawks have enough to do it. Yeah, that's fair. Russell Wilson is insanely good at football. Uh, I think it's going to be an amazing game. Mm-hmm. I really do. 
As long as the weather's nice. I think it'd be even better if it's not, because it, they are very good running teams. Mm. And I think you get to see Matt Breen and Tevin Coleman just sprinting around like nut jobs, which is entertaining. Uh, Candy. I'm going for the Dolphins to beat the Colts. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins on a two-game winning two, streak. Exactly that. Keep it going. Oof. And Mike Kosicki had a good good week last week. It was 100 and something yeah. receiving yards. Yeah. Um, see what happens. You know, and it'd be quite funny as well. Yeah, I don't know. If, is, is Jacoby back this week? He he practiced. He practiced. Uh, practiced today, so he could be back. I mean, it could be quite scrappy. You know, it's still the Dolphins. They'd probably still make some mistakes and fumble the ball or something terrible like that. And, and they have Caleb Ballard leading their yeah. line. Something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their potent backfield so, of yeah. whatever his name was, Miles Gaskin. <laughs> who I said. Yeah. Miles Gaskin, who played at uh, Boston College, I believe. Um, Absolutely not. Either. Yeah. If he is at Boston College, he's the one that Steve and I saw live in Dublin. Didn't nice. do a lot. No? No. That bodes well. Yeah. Um, well, Dolphins <laughs> beat the Colts anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's brave, Candy, but I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Come on. Got to be a bit um, exciting. So my, my second topic, I want you guys to predict who you think the highest scorer in fantasy football will be this week. So individual player out of everybody who you think the highest point scorer will be. I'll, I'll start. Okay. Controversial, I think it's going to be Melvin Gordon. Ooh. I think Melvin Gordon is going to get 38 points. 38 points because he is rounding into form. He hurdled a dude and it looked amazing last week. He looks more athletic and faster than he has over the past two or three weeks. Um, and I think they will lean on him. I am going to go with Alvin Kamara against the Falcons. The yep. Falcons are terrible. Kamara's healthy. Drew Brees is back. Coming off a bye... Um, I think Kamara's going to ball out. I reckon he's going to get into the 40s. Yeah. In our league. Fair play. The other one I was kind of looking at, I just I think Lamar Jackson's going to have an even better game this week. I, I Three rushing touchdowns and two in the air. You reckon? Yeah. I just don't think since you're going to let him have the... All, all the AFC North divisional matchups are just like punch-out fights. They're just... They're never like free-flowing matchups. They're always like dragging down... Knock them out type fights. Mm. Always. It doesn't matter who, how bad the team is at the time. No, I know. But I'm just saying I'm, I've picked Kamara, but mm. I can see Lamar doing well too. Mm. Candy? I'm going to go for Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay. No MVP, you know. Yeah. A great against game up against, against the Niners. Oh, I think I he's like just going to ball. I think he's, he's balling this year. He's yeah. having a really good year. And I think he's going gonna... any, to... Any vague points prediction? Just, no. Just, just, just he's nine. in there for the MVP. I think he's, he's got to be up there. Okay. Uh, I think it'd be a great game to see. Two high-scoring teams. Is it on TV? I would have thought so. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the late-night game. It's Monday. Oh, it's late. Yeah. Oh, it's Monday-night Monday game. Night game. Monday-night game. Yeah. Prime time, Ooh, baby. Oh, I could watch that. Prime Ooh. time, baby. Um, okay, so, a little bit of generic NFL news. I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Uh, it's kind of our hot takes type type thing. Are they um, quick-fire hot takes last last week, or are they hot takes? Um, I think you can. There's only there's only two or three questions, so we can we can think about these a little bit more. The the ones last week were just to get my NFL fix. Clam. Thank you for your feedback. Um, my first question is likely Cam Newton destinations. Where do we think that Cam is going to go? So we kind of discussed a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? We we discussed where we would like those three quarterbacks, Winston yeah. and Mariota and Cam to go. Mm. Now he's on IR. Yeah. Firstly, do we think he's played the last game for the Panthers? Yes. You reckon? Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? So I looked at this, right? Mm. Um, his cap hit is quite medium for a quarterback of his age and experience uh-huh. next year. Not much dead money. Two million if they cut him. So it's not a lot, really, in comparison to the whole salary cap. Mm. 16 mil saving. Um, I'm undecided. I, I literally, I just can't make my mind up on whether he's played his last game because they've put so much into him. And let's be honest, Kylan isn't that great. No, they, right. They haven't yeah. lost enough games yet to no. to get into the Justin Herbert two uh, stakes. All right, they're not picking in the top ten at the moment, and we can sort of think that the top cream of that quarterback class is going to go in the top ten. <clears throat> um, but in saying that, I think he's going to go to the Bears. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck Mitch Trubisky. But do you think they, they... The Bears have sunk a lot, a lot of capital into, into Mitch Trubisky. They're going to trade him. Yeah. Trubisky for Cam. I think the Bears will trade for a quarterback this year. Trubisky for Cam. In the draft. Reboot both franchises. 
Maybe. That's, that's, that's my don't bold that. call. Yeah. I think I think the Bears will trade in the draft for Pete QB. And go up, what, trade up and go Yeah, they'll trade up. They won't need to it soon. They'll be in the no. top five if they're not careful anyway. That's four in a row, no? Yeah. But I, yeah, I think I think it's kind of, yeah, I don't know whether Cam's played his last game because I think they love him. I really do. And he's, he is the perfect fit for that Carolina team. And I just don't think you need him there because he's a good fit for the culture and he, he is the leader and he's the face of that franchise. He's why the Panthers have been relevant for the last nearly decade. Absolutely. Um, Love the guy. And I think you're right, the Panthers have, have put themselves in a position where they're not going to be in the top 10 to pick but it is a massively deep quarterback class mm. and there are some people there that you can get first round that maybe uh, your people like Lamar's your Russell Wilson's mm. that slink and slide to the end of the first round and you think you, you just fall in love with the guy and you've got him that's the that's the guy you want it doesn't matter when you get him I mean Tua could sink in the I, draft I literally about to say that I think it could be Tua one of those picks and he, he would fit as well I think I think um, Jalen Hurts is playing really well he's played himself into the conversation of actually being drafted as a quarterback because yeah. when he left Alabama nobody was picking him as a quarterback no. but he's matured into a thrower he's doing well in the fiery Oklahoma offence they, they lost the game the other week in the upset ha 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 nobody likes you Oklahoma but he's looking more like a, one of those second third round prospects he is and all you need to do is be able to accurately throw the ball to Christian McCaffrey <laughs> And that will get them to the playoffs. Yeah. So I think there is. I think I, I think that he probably has played his last game for the Panthers. Mm. Um, you just don't want it to happen. No, I don't think they'll trade him away. I think they'll just let him go wherever he wants to go. Mm. I think he's earned that right at this point. Um, I would love to see him in the AFC North because I think Ben is probably on the way out. But Steelers' destination isn't a terrible place, is it? Big old quarterback that doesn't like being sacked, replaced by slightly less old big quarterback that doesn't like being sacked and yep. will rattle around. Yeah, he he runs now like Ben Roethlisberger did in his first couple of years in the league. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Oh yeah, yeah. which um, is still above average as a running as a quarterback for running in the NFL. That's my case for him going to the Steelers. I think I think he would he would fit quite well into the scheme. I think his personality would fit. I think he works with all the younger guys he's got around him, but I see him going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Even as a Ravens fan, I quite like the idea of him going to the Steelers. I think that's a good move. Mm. Uh, just from a, just from a, I like the NFL take. Yeah. Buccaneers, mm, maybe. It feels like a Bucks type yeah. thing to get rid of Winston and, and to bring Cam in. Um, yeah. I can got... see something like Winston going to the Broncos. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or especially maybe... Especially you, no flackles on IR. If yeah. you think about Cam Newton as a general individual, maybe Denver suits him a little bit better. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that'll suit him a little bit better. I think Denver or Tampa Bay. If you look at Elway's choices... No tax or, or weed is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which does he want is basically the point. But looking at Elway, he'll pick someone completely random. Neither of those two will be there. Oh, yeah. He'll pick, he'll pick whichever big guy that he finds. Yeah. If he finds a six foot seven quarterback, they are on Denver Bronco next year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I. I think he has played his last game for the Panthers, and I think he's he's looking at the Bucks or the Broncos. I think are good calls for that, um, and cool. the Bears possibly. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady. We talked about this a little bit last week about him retiring, maybe, and there has now been rumours rattling around regarding Tom Brady and whether he will continue to play, but not be a Patriot. Now, my question to you is not whether we find that ridiculous and whether we think he'll retire. My question for you is where could you see Tom Brady suiting up in 2020 if he did move teams? I, I, I can't. I, like, he's a free agent this year. Mm-hmm. Moved to Connecticut. Personally, I don't see him playing anywhere else. I think he's, he's done. Yeah. I think he's going to retire. But if I had to choose somewhere, I would say it would still be an East Coast team. Yeah, um, I can see him going to New York. Yeah, the Jets, something like that, or the Giants, something like that. I, I don't know. I can't see it. I don't I, see him going to any team. I but. I agree with you. I don't see him doing it. He's going to retire as a Patriot right yeah. off into the sunset. Yeah, may even be if Belichick keeps coaching, Brady could coach for him, maybe. But I think they're both going to go at the same time. Yeah. They're going to ride off to Nantucket Island where Belichick has a house and make perfect babies or something together if but where would yeah where would you 
But he's never going to go to the Jets because they fucking hate the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Likewise, he ain't going to go to Buffalo. He's not going to leave on bad terms with the Patriots. There's no way that's going to happen. I don't know if he can at this point, though. So, I don't know physically. It doesn't matter what he does. He can't leave on bad terms. But I don't think there's going to be any bad terms yeah. available to him. Wherever no, so, he goes, so they're going to be like, yeah, yeah don't but, worry. But, but, no, but if he goes to the Jets, the fan base will turn on him. They hit the Jets. They won't. They won't. I they think won't there'll, there'll be something in, in a clause. Like, if he does go, they'll be Come. like, you won't be able to go to the AFC. Yeah. Any, any kind of rivalry. I don't team. think there is any clause in any of his. I think he does whatever he wants. But there's also a What happens if he goes to him and he's actually not very good? What happened? What's the point in him playing behind a bad offensive line to maybe have a, a, a terrible injury at the end? He's got nothing left to prove. He's already won a shed load of Super Bowls. He's never going to go to a bad team. The only teams he's going to go to is someone who is right on the cusp and have lost a lost their quarterback, or um, which, judging by the face, and you you've thought about this, and there's a team he's going to go right to Carolina, the cusp, isn't there? Just popped in my head. There is only a couple of quarterbacks that you could say are the best of all time, the greatest of all time, and you put them in that conversation: Brett Favre, Joe Montana, Joe Montana. Dave Damashek did a list of all these people. Aaron Rodgers is probably up there at this point. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, obviously. Uh, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Now, there's a lot of comparisons between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Brady has more rings, obviously. What would really rub it in Peyton Manning's face? He went to the Colts. To the Colts. Who but lost their star quarterback, have a shit ton of cap room, have an amazing O-line, and are on the cusp. They just paid out for COVID. They have not paid that much money. That's a hell of a shout. Mm. That's a hell of a shout. And Tom Brady does like to troll. That that would be a very good troll job for him. I <laughs> One season. I hadn't even thought of it. I like it. I still don't see it happening. Yeah. For oh, this, no, no, for no, this conversation, I completely agree. Yeah. I think it's. I think he's. Re- I think he's retired. He's done. He's done so. If he, especially if he wins a ring this year. Yeah. yeah. But I, if he, I, if if he was going to go anywhere, that's I like, the only place I, like, I can think of I like going. Okay. Uh, okay. Last couple of things that we're going to go through here. Um, there's a there's a segment obviously on the NFL podcast that used to happen. Um, which was called Stick a Fork in Them. Because um, they're done. Because they are done. And it would go through the weeks and whichever team each week they'd say they're done, they're out of it. Uh, we don't want to infringe on any gimmicks um, because of our big listenership, obviously. It might get through to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, wow, we're you know, such big sponsors these days. <laughs> we're flying. We, we, we hit 24 listeners last week. I don't listen to it. So <laughs> who is yeah, listening to it? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit sad you don't listen back. I, I listen to myself now. And my nuggets of wisdom <laughs> are helping me as I go. Uh, so what I've come up with is our freezer teams. So those teams that we think need to just be put in the bottom shelf of the freezer to be forgotten about and defrosted next summer. Who do we think they're going to be? I will kick off. With this, I believe the Chicago Bears need to be put in the bottom shelf of a freezer and forgotten about for the next year because I think they are done. Trubisky is a shit show. They've got a really good young running back in Montgomery. They've made Tariq Cohen look crap. Uh, they've got a good receiving core. They've got Alan Robinson and they've got uh, their tight end, Mr. Trey Burton. Do, do you know what their problem is? Their all line is terrible. Which is, shouldn't be the case because they're not... I know, but they are. It's weird. They're playing terribly. Yeah. Trubisky's probably making them look worse than they are. Trubisky has a half of awful, awful football and then suddenly throws some strikes and you're like, ooh, you're really good. Look at that. He's thrown a really good touchdown there. And then he like does something stupid again. And it's and and But that's the thing with Trubisky, he never proved it at college. No. He was not a good college quarterback. No. He just had the tools. Mm-hmm. He was a he's a prototypical what Pro we want. style offense. Yeah. Playing, yeah, and I think that I think they're done because I don't think there's any redemption from them. They're in a really tough conference. Don't disagree. They they're just not gonna they're, they're not gonna get to the playoffs, and I think they're gonna end up. They're only gonna win a couple more games if that, and that's probably only if they start Chase Daniels. Don't disagree. Candy. Um, I'm gonna go with the Jags. So Gardner's also been dropped to the bench. Makes me sad. Foles has come in. Nobody likes Nick Foles. He's just a bit bland. Everyone likes him, but everyone is fully aware that he's just very aggressively medium. Yes. <laughs> Throws a lot of picks. He fumbles it a lot. Yep. 
I think it's just gonna it's just gonna be a bust, and I think they'll end up just rotating between Minshew and uh, Foles. Only just, been good in Philadelphia. He wears yeah. those weird glasses on the sideline. Looks weird, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's Rory, like a bland flange on a they, Sunday. They sit there at four. I just like. <laughs> You know, when you're like, you ran, you ran. when was the last time you had sex? <laughs> you, know, you, you eat your nans. Nice Sunday dinner. <laughs> Stop up. talking. Why did you say, when you said flange, did you mean flan? Yeah, but I said, oh, <laughs> the same thing. No, it's a flange. A flange is a vagina. No, flange. <laughs> Stop saying flange. It's a flange. <laughs> He's a bland oh, flange. Scottish people are weird. He's a flange. Back to my point. The Jags are four and five. The Titans are four and five. Yeah. All right, they're third and fourth in the division behind the Colts at five and three, and the Texans are six and three. Yeah, I, they could finish bottom of their division. Yeah, I agree. So, good pick, Candy. Well done. Flange. Mm-hmm. My pick. So this one's a bit different from yours. You both, your teams you picked have got losing records. Yeah. Uh, the team I've picked have got a winning record. Uh-huh. Uh, this team we talked a little bit tonight already. It's the Carolina Panthers sitting there at 5-3. and three. Mm-hmm. And You may say, oh, they've won quite a few games. Their rookie quarterback is doing all right. They won four in a row before they lost two weeks ago and then won again this week. Yeah. But NFC, surprisingly strong right now. Okay, Looking at the divisions that they're in, first of all. The Saints are running away with it. They're 7-1. All right? They're 4-0 in conference play. Panthers are two and two, okay? Mm-hmm. They play each other again too, all right? Um, the Falcons are one and seven, but still can pull out that decent game here and there. I can see them stealing a game from the Panthers, mm-hmm. all right? But with how that division's lined up with two teams way off the pace, Panthers are five and three, Saints are seven and one, it's unlikely a wild card's going to come out of there. The reason it's unlikely a wild card's going to come out of there is because the NFC West, 49ers, eight and all, Seattle Seahawks seven and two, St. Louis uh, LA Rams five and three. All good football teams, all right. Niners and Seahawks are in the playoffs already, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Rams have got uh, quite a lot to do, but they're the third. So you could see two wild card spots coming out of the NFC West. It's happened before. It could happen again. Yeah. Okay. NFC North: Packers and Vikings doing really well. Lions aren't terrible. Bears are shocking. Mm. All right, but that's two teams with a good winning record, better than the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Wildcard could come from there. Top division, Cowboys 5-3, and three, Eagles 5-4, and four, fighting out even. No wildcards coming from that one, but one of those teams is going through. I think the Panthers are, are need to, to go in the freezer like some like some bolognese you, f- you make and you completely forget about, and then you open it up and go, ooh, looks like bolognese, <laughs> but actually turns out to be like beef stew that yeah. nobody likes. Bland beef stew. So they need to be defrosted next year with a new quarterback at the helm. Yeah, yeah. Say bye-bye to Cam Newton and we will see them in 2020. My only... I, yeah, solid. My only disagreement with that pick is the LA Rams are a worse team than the Carolina Panthers. Because Jared Goff is just a... He is better than the, can- the Panthers quarterback. He is a performing monkey. And when he can't hear out of his headset and Sean McVay can't tell him everything to do, it's fine. They've got a, essentially a goal line back in Todd Gurley and not a lot else. Cooper Cup is amazing. I, without him, if they lose him, they are completely done. The Panthers are a better overall team than the LA Rams at this point. They are, but I'm saying they need to go in the freezer. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay, just to finish this off then for our NFL chat this week. Super Bowl matchup that you would like to see. Not that we think it's going to happen, although they're probably fairly likely based on what we want to see, but uh, that what you think would provide the best Super Bowl matchup as of today. Rematch from when the Ravens last won the Super Bowl, Ravens Niners. Cool. Homer, but also Lamar Jackson, balling, most exciting player to watch in the NFL right now. I, I would love to see it. I run it that the offences are kind of flipped. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a bit weird. And to be honest, their defence is stronger than ours now. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Mm. Yeah, that'd be a cool matchup. That'd I'd be mine. That. Candy? I'm going to say the Saints and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think evidence shows that normally Belichick has kind of something up his sleeve. He, he, he didn't do that this week with Lamar Jackson. You know, the Saints, they've got Hill. But um, uh, was Belichick sandbagging his actual Lamar Jackson defence, which he's going to save for the playoffs? No. It would be something he'd do. I think they take it week by week. It would be something he'd do, though. 
knowing that he's 8-0, so he's basically there. And if the Ravens keep playing well, they will meet the Patriots either in the the, con- uh, the divisional round of the conference championship. Maybe. Be super smart if he was. Mm. I would give him too much credit. He's a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah, I still think, yeah, they've got so many weapons. No, they're going to have to do something. I think it'll be yeah, a really good game. Benedict's a weapon. Edelman is a weapon. Edelman's a weapon. Josh Gordon was so much of a weapon, a team full of weapons, let him go. Yep. Um, I'd love to see Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. I think that'd be a good Yeah, it would be cool. And both going out on free agents as well. It would be cool. Yeah. And I'd like to see Brees win. Yeah, so would I. I'd love to see Brees win. Um, mine's the new gen. It's Seahawks versus the Chiefs. I don't think there's a better matchup than watching Russell Wilson versus Pat Mahomes just go... Toe for toe. Toe for toe. Punch for punch in a Super Bowl. Tyreek Hill... Streaming down the style sidelines and outpacing everybody. Do you just say punch for punch and Tyreek Hill in the same sentence? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I like it. <laughs> I, I just think it's... But I was going to pick Russell Wilson and the Seahawks to go against the Ravens in a new new era type yeah, thing. Yeah. But Mahomes, yeah. If and healthy, I'm sorry, right, but if Tyler Lockett wins the Super Bowl, that dude's getting laid. Like, that's, that's, that's gonna, it's, surely, she can't be like, no, he hasn't even got a ring. <laughs> that's not what it is. That's ridiculous. He's, if he wins the Super Bowl, that dude's getting laid. So... Thank you very much for our Super Bowl predictions there. What a note to close on. What a note to close on. Tyler, Go Tyler! Tyler Locke at the Virgin getting laid. Get your ring! Don't get that flange! Oh, no. no, no, no. I forgot to title of the podcast. Yeah, go get that yeah, flange. Go get that flange. Right, well, signing off from me. Thanks for the coming back to a normal slot, fellas. I feel it's a much better than a Sunday podcast. Um, advance warning to you guys out there. The, la- the season-ending drunk cast. Uh, we're going to do it on the December the 28th, which is Saturday night. Um, guests, welcome and encouraged, and we'll probably go for a maximum friction social afterwards. But it's good night from me. Bye. From Jack. <laughs> Goodbye. Ooh, new one. Weird. Farewell! <laughs> <laughs>